1: doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought-provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well being. We give you tips and
0: insights to taking the next steps.
1: If you have already gotten into the door, we'll get you to go a little deeper. Each week, we're going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions and reminding you that you are not alone. Mental wellness is our passion. We practice what we preach. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content and leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being.
0: So for the next hour, let's work together, lay back on the couch, and get real. Hi, and welcome back to Be Real. It's me, Diana Gasparoni, and I'm here with my co-host, friend, colleague, Anisha, Dinesha, oh my
1: God. All of the things that All we are. Things. Yes. I think that predominantly I'm seeing our our friendship role showing up a lot these days. I kind of like it. Um, I so, am yeah. digging it.
0: I'm digging it. We, <laughs> are, um... <laughs> we are just moving and grooving in this pandemic. It is a relationship that is blossoming as a result of COVID. Not many women I mean, can I... say that.
1: Because it's been rough for a lot of people. Their anxiety, which we're going to talk about today, Has been super high and it's causing people to kind of withdraw a bit. I haven't. You haven't withdrawn. Or no, we're leaning in from each other. We are leaning
0: in, (laughs) leaning into all of it, leaning into the podcast, leaning into the friendship, leaning into life. That is what we are doing. Being leaning in. (laughs) I was away and I keep calling it a weekend, but it wasn't a weekend. It was two days. I was away two days this week in a mastermind. All of our listeners are going to get to see, hear the results of that mastermind over the next couple months. So I'm really excited about that. But one of the things I do, I got to leave my house and go to Woodstock, which was amazing. And on the drive, I, A, listened to Alicia Keys' new album, which I highly recommend, and B, listened to my favorite podcast, which second to ours, which is my favorite, of course, is My Favorite murder.
1: I've never, I've never listened to it, but you are so excited about it. I downloaded it <laughs> you know, you know just two it. minutes ago.
0: <laughs> what happens when I get excited about something? I want to talk about it, and then I want to manifest something to happen. So I love these two girls, and they talk about true crime, and I'm fascinated. And I wanted to do an episode on women listening to true crime because I think women are obsessed with true crime. I have lots of theories that I'm going to keep to myself right now because they're not completely fleshed out, but. I want Georgia and Karen to listen to our podcast because they also talk about therapy all the time. And then I want them to come on the show. So this is my shout out to Georgia and Karen of my favorite murder. I want you to come and hang out with us.
1: (laughs) Well, I am obsessed with the ID channel. I am obsessed with all things murder. I am (laughs) obsessed with Snap. That's probably my favorite show in the world. So, yeah, we should really talk about why that is. I would love to. And I, because <laughs> it's a real thing.
0: It's a real thing. And I don't know as many men. I mean, granted, I talk about TV more with women, I think, but I don't know if, if men are as obsessed with it. But like, I know a lot of women who are like, can't get enough of
1: the. That's, that's all the shows I watch <laughs> that have to do murder. <laughs> I know, but it's a
0: And at the beginning of this whole thing, you were binge watching Dexter, which I really at the time was like, it couldn't get any darker. So go for it. (laughs) Go go on with you in the nine seasons of the serial killer.
1: And I watched this show, um, Women Who Kill, I think. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was my shout out to
0: Georgia and Karen. Hello. We're going to tag you. We want you to come and hang out with us. So we have a very untraditional show today. So normally we have a guest, but we do have a guest. We just <laughs> She's, she always is sitting in the background with us. So we're really excited to have Jessica, Jessica Siever. Come on, come say hi. Hello. <laughs> so Jessica is how we all we actually end up showing up at eleven o'clock for recording because she organizes everything that has to do with be real. And fun fact. Our conversation today is being moderated by our producer Don.
2: Hello, ladies.
1: Hi, Don. I love when you say hello, ladies. <laughs> it does it to me.
0: <laughs> I know it is it's pretty special. Um, and our topic today. Oh, and I'm starting to feel anxious because we know it's anxiety, because we don't have a script and normally I like write everything out for us, and which, you know, now I'm understanding as I'm talking about it, It's how I control my anxiety before the show starts. <laughs> so do you want to get started, Anisha? Do you want to talk about murder a little bit more?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we we can talk about anxiety because that is the thing that wakes me up in the morning and gets me to sleep at night. So I'm ready to go.
0: Okay. Well, then we're going to turn it over to Dawn.
2: Well, thank you, ladies. I think the, the conversation we've had leading up to this was kind of part of feeding anxiety to a couple of people on the podcast. Jessica was nervous about being on the podcast because she's never really been on a podcast before. Correct. So her anxiety was quite high. Anisha needs direction of where we're going, what we're doing, how's it going to go to not feed into her anxiety. Diana now, she sometimes hides her anxiety with a little bit of bravado and laughter to um, hide some of the things that she's dealing with. And she needs that script to see that. So purposely, I did not discuss with them what we were going to talk about or the questions were going to be before that because I think to get a true form of how we deal with anxiety, like with a therapy session, we have to know the why. So right now we're going to figure out the why, then we're going to figure out how we deal with the why, and then we're going to go with things that we can do to better not just understand, but to deal with our anxiety. How's that sound, ladies?
1: Um, I'm in. Great. I'm in. I'm ready.
2: Let's break it down to how we deal with a podcast. And I'll deal. I'll tell you how I deal with it with the producer because I have to, one, um, with our guests, usually identify somebody who's anxious. That's going to affect how the show goes because what we want at the beginning of a podcast episode is we want it to be smooth and we want the person to be comfortable. So, the first question I ask is usually a sound check question. But usually, when I ask that question, I'll ask them either how their morning was or how it was getting on Skype. And that will help me determine their anxiety levels. Because why do I ask the question of how was your morning? Um, Diana, why do you think I asked that question?
0: Well, not because you want to know what I had for breakfast. But to see if I had a scattered morning or um, because I know that there's been mornings where you've asked me and I've burst into tears. So it's good to know how I'm doing and like see if you can help me get settled and like prepared and a little bit more focused.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. So Anisha, sometimes why do I ask the question of tell me, walk me through how getting on Skype was for you?
1: Because generally um, it's not good for me. So then you know how I'm going to show up that day, right? Like, so, you know, if I'm going to be on or if I'm going to be a little anxious, because now I'm a little rattled because things didn't go quite the way that I wanted them to go. Um, and I think that's the big way my anxiety show that I want things to go a certain way. And when they don't go a certain way, that's when I get super anxious. Yes. Yeah. Now and You're aware of that now.
2: Yes. And so the other thing we do before, and this happens, this will happen with our hosts. So the fans don't really know, or the listeners don't really know kind of what's happens before we get on a podcast episode. So before we actually get on and before we bring a guest on, usually about a 10 to 15 minute conversation happens between the three of us. Correct? Yes. And usually 10 to 15, 20,
0: 30, it does take a hot second, but yes.
2: So if you notice, most of the time, I maybe say one or two words during that, and I let the two of you talk to each other. Do you notice that?
0: Well, I yeah, do but know? It's <laughs> that was because you were so engaged in what we had to say, but I guess that's not the case. Okay, got it.
2: Yeah. So All, right. All right. Usually how that happens is... Um, and especially this doesn't happen with everybody I work with, but for the two of you, I know that your weeks are usually filled with having to deal with crisis with your clients um, and stuff like that. So you need a, you need a space where you can kind of let go and let go of that anxiousness. Um, and so that's what that little powwow thing for us is every week where I let the two of you just kind of decompress and have a good, a good chat. And so oh, that's how we do go I'm
0: going to interrupt you for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? And as a result, he has actually facilitated the growth in our friendship. I love that.
2: Well, there you go.
1: You know, it's so interesting because I always wonder why you just kind of let us go and go sometimes. And you never really interject and say, hey, ladies, let's get started. You know, you just kind of let us ramble. <laughs> but now there's a method to your madness. I love that. Yeah. I just thought you were a nice guy. <laughs> well,
2: I, I am, Anisha. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, and, and so there's also a message to this as well, because we're trying to get somebody comfortable and being in front of a mic. And now Jess, let's talk about your anxiety about being on the podcast for the first time. Let's talk about why you were a little, let's say nervous. Cause you were nervous. That's what everybody, it's a natural reaction to this. Kind of explain to us why you were anxious besides the nervousness part.
3: Well, I mean, I'm new to all of this. Um, the Therapy world. So I feel like my anxiety is just trying not to sound, I would say, just stupid compared to these two ladies. You know, everyone's super smart and educated. I mean, I went to school too, but it's just, I didn't exceed after my bachelor's degree. I decided to move for dance. So I think that's where it comes from. I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think I'm just manifesting all that stuff in my head of being judged. So I think that's my biggest anxiety is trying not to sound
0: like an idiot.
2: I think I could speak for both ladies. I I don't think none of those thoughts ran through our head. Now, did it ladies?
0: Yeah. As a matter of fact, she's super smart. (laughs) And I'm hoping that by the end of this podcast, she internalizes some (laughs) of that. I mean, she's been keeping me organized, coming up with ideas, creating systems and all sorts of things for me for the past couple of months. And I am like uber impressed with it. And I, yeah, when I was away, nobody contacted me and said that the business was burning down. So I feel like, and you know, it got done. I'm like, huh, ah, there's so much I can do now. Yes. Yeah. That thought never crossed my mind.
2: And Jess, you're going to be surprised by this. And I'm going to let Anisha answer this because I know she shared the <laughs> same thoughts that you did when we first started this podcast. Anisha
1: um so i know that i'm a damn good therapist however i don't know if i sound like a good therapist right to others so in doing this podcast my thought was i didn't want to look or sound like i didn't know what i was talking about because being in the room with someone is very different from being on a podcast so my fear was that i wouldn't seem smart to other people and i thought the word smart because that's like a label that has always been attached to me as a part of my identity. And so when I don't think I sound smart or I don't feel smart, it causes a lot of anxiety in me. So starting this podcast, um, you know, Diana just was like, hey, we're going to do this podcast This is the idea because that's what she does. Right. She has an idea. She gets super excited. She tells me and I get on board and she doesn't know that inside there's like this fight because I always seem to feel something somewhat like an imposter because on the outside of the world, it seems like I got my together most of the time but on the inside there's this this fight going on on whether or not you know I'm gonna show up I normally show but it takes a lot to get me there so yeah I know about that word sounding smart and feeling smart yeah it can um it can cause a lot of anxiety in a lot of people
2: and Diana I think some of the guests we've had you've felt that same anxiety about that same kind of let's use I wouldn't say imposter because I don't think either of you, I think sometimes you, you both think that, but sometimes I think, I don't know if both of you believe it. And I think sometimes you can see that in some of the guests we've had, you know, before the two of you get comfortable. Um, Diana kind of talk about that from your end, how, how you kind of worked through it.
0: Um, well, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking back to like, I know when, um, we've had guests that have to Jessica's point, we have guests that have like multiple degrees or like, they're doing stuff in the world and I'm like, Oh my God, I wish I was doing that. And like, I forget how much I'm doing. And then I get anxious and I do, I mean, I do rely on a, a little bit of cocky that like I use as, but so I use funny and laughter to sort of get me through uh my anxiety. And then once I can get past that, then I can feel more com- confident as soon as, as soon as I can find my like, Grounding and get the conversation flowing. I can be less anxious when I know that there's something that that guest, whether they have a PhD or they've created another organization that I have perceived a bigger and better than mine. And I'm like, Oh wait, we got this. We're, we're like, I can do it. But in the initial, I have to be funny and laugh, which we know we've all heard my laughter. Multiple times.
2: As we talked about before the episode started, you're, you can, you can rate your nervousness by how loud the laughter is. Um, as Anisha pointed out, there's one topic that you lost <laughs> your mind almost over with laughter was, uh, let's say, applesauce.
0: What if my mother is listening to the podcast and I'm talking about sex and
1: I know that I'm older Person that I'm an adult, that I'm a grown woman,
0: in here it's going again.
1: <laughs> the whole tone of your voice has changed. This is crazy. Now that I'm paying attention to it, I, can't, I just can't. I can't. But, if you, but the thing
0: is, is that if I was in the therapy room and I was in my seat and I had like in my chair and there was a patient with me, I could. Totally toe the line, and I wouldn't be laughing. But wait, but right now, I, I like I can't not put my I can't I can't I, can't, I can't, la, 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 la 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 Okay, I can't talk about it is, is that the topic, Don?
2: <laughs> I I believe that would be the topic. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's great because you you masked like your anxiety with talking about a subject. That only one audience member that you were worried about. It wasn't anybody else. It was the fact that your mom could have been hearing the podcast.
1: Yes,
0: I, and yes. you were
2: anxious about having to hear have her hear that. Yeah, Which and I think she heard it. I, you think so? <laughs> yeah. Did she did she say applesauce to you or no?
0: Um, No, but both my brother and sister who also listened to it, they were both like, I wasn't at that conversation. So they're maybe like, I've made it up in my head too. Because both of them are like, we weren't there. It must have been your friends from high school. I was like, it wasn't my friends from high school because then they would all know the joke. And I was like, you guys don't remember. So I think in my head... I'm the only one saying applesauce instead of sex when I have a conversation about sex that my mother could possibly overhear.
2: And I love the fact that you can almost hear in Anisha's voice, it's like, you're a grown ass woman. Why can't you say sex in front of your mom?
1: No, it's funny because I was the one who was super comfortable during that episode. And it's generally like the other way around. So depending on what we're talking about, you know, I'll get, I'm all revved up when we're talking about sex. I don't know why I talk about sex with all my clients. That's why. I mean, the things that I hear in my sessions, they don't like, yeah, they don't bother me at all. I'm all in. So when we got here and I was just, I was listening to Diana that day and it was like, wow, she is so uncomfortable with this topic. (laughs) I loved it in a way because it just, Not to say that, like, you needed to be more human, but it just showed, like, I think what's important is that we all deal with this on some level, you know, even the most successful people, even the people who look like they have everything together in their lives, we all deal with it in some way. So I think talking about it can normalize it for a lot of people because we all feel it. Mm -hmm.
2: So, Jess, let's ask you this question. Are you feeling more normalized being in front of a microphone now?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, great. Let's keep going.
2: All right. Here we go. (laughs) So let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about your anxiety. What would you say for you, besides getting in front of this microphone, would be something that you would list high up there on your anxiety level?
3: How much time do we have? Um, anxiety? There's a lot. I mean, we're in a pandemic. There's also that. Um, I am five months pregnant. So there's the anxiety of being pregnant in a pandemic. A new job anxiety, going back to my old jobs anxiety. Um, am I going to be a good mom? Anxiety. Yeah, there's all of it in there, just churning around and goes through my head a lot. Um, yeah, I think do you want me to go in depth.
2: No, let's let's talk about let's talk about one of them right off the bat. Let's talk about let's up, let's talk about being a mom. Okay, let's talk about that in this particular subject, you are not alone because I've been a dad for nine years now. And um, I go to bed every night thinking I'm the world's worst parent. So um, your anxiety level, I would love to say is gonna go away. It only gets worse. But if you're asking yourself that particular question, then you're on the right path. So let's talk about your anxiety about being a parent. Let's talk about why what your struggles with it is. What, why are you anxious being a parent? What What is the key thing that you're most worried about?
3: There's not the key thing. I think, because there there's books, yes, right? There's podcasts, there's all the things. I've researched everything, but there's no right way. So I think, you know, in like life and like work and whatever I did before, like there was always kind of a right answer at the end of it and there's I find now there is not a right answer you know everyone loves to give unsolicited advice to pregnant women so I've been told all the things so and they're all very different on each spectrum of like how to raise a person so yeah I think not there's no there's no right answer so I think that's what gives me anxiety because usually I get to that right answer eventually in some way. I think that's, I think that's my big thing because like, what if this, what if I, there's all these, what ifs, like what if he doesn't sleep? What if, I don't know. Oh, there's all the what ifs. What if I break them?
1: (laughs) Well, I can tell you
2: this. Um, my son wore a a onesie zip up for the longest time when I dressed him because, um, I was afraid I was going to pop his head off by putting a shirt over his head. Um, (laughs) and that is the most ridiculous sounding thing in the world because you cannot actually pop his head off. Um, (laughs) But I was so worried about it because I'm this big monstrous human and there's this little breakable thing in front of me. Um, And I think if we look at it sometimes um, the ridiculousness of how we look at some things and how we're afraid of some things like the three women that I'm sitting here in front of are very strong, powerful, smart women, but For you to think, Jessica, that you couldn't come on this podcast and knock it out of the park was, again, a ridiculous statement because that was not ever going to happen. One, because you're great and you can do it. Two, I'm on the other end and I wouldn't allow that to happen because you sound bad, we sound bad. That's never going to happen. Anisha, same thing with her. When we first started, she had that anxiety, which was a ridiculous statement because she was always going to be a rock star at this. And then... Uh, Diana, the same thing with her, when she gets in front of a, a person with a couple letters more than she has behind her name, she gets that. It and it's, it's like, what, what are you talking about? You deserve and need to be in the same room as these people. So I think if we look at it and, and ask ourselves why, the why part, and then go, and you say it out loud, you're like, like I just said about my son, there was no way in hell I could ever pop his head off. But for me, the anxiety was there but it was ridiculous to think that because that was never going to happen. So I think if if and I ladies please jump in, I think that that that's our main problem, right? Is because we sit here and think we believe in that ridiculousness when it's not true. Dana, let's talk about yours. Let's talk about yours with the letters behind the names. Let's talk about why you feel that way.
0: Well, it's funny, cut back to my mastermind because I was I've been thinking about this and being an expert. So Part of my story, right, everybody's got a story, but part of my story is I didn't finish college until I was 34. So I'm a bad timekeeper, but I know I was in my 30s. And then um, I took a year off, traveled, went to India, did all the things that you that like the kids do when they graduate from college. Um, I did that. Um, I moved back to New York and then eventually I went to graduate school. And I think that there is still that part of me in pre graduating from college that is like, oh, you're not smart enough. You don't have this degree. You don't have this thing. You don't have this thing. You don't have this thing. Like you get the thing, right? Just like when the scarecrow got the thing in the Wizard of Oz, and you're like, Oh, I don't feel any like, oh, I'm still I'm still me. Like I've just, you know, maybe I've learned to critical think a little bit better. And it's hard to then be able, and even now it's been years, right? So it's been over 20 years since I graduated from college and close to 18 that whatever. Um, but like to really internalize that feeling of smart, right? Cause that wasn't how I ever identified myself. And so even though like I'll get in situations where I'm like, Oh, oh, I, she's not smarter than me. I can, do, I can do that. Come on. And then like I'll up my game. Um, it takes me a while to like when I'm up in my game to really like be in that seat. So I'm really trying to see myself in that seat now in a different way. I think, I think, I mean, so the letters and I always think about the letters, like maybe I'll go get the letters. I don't have time to get the letters, but maybe I'll get the
1: letters. You have some letters. (laughs) Let's be clear. I
0: mean, think about it, you know, like Dr. Gasparoni's got a really nice ring to it. So, I mean, I could just call myself Dr. Gasparoni, but (laughs) I get in a little bit of trouble somewhere somewhere but yeah so you think like there's magic at the end of the thing like like it's like when you get the letters like you're gonna get a feeling but it's not true i guess is what i've learned over the years it's really like an internal feeling that you have to be able to see yourself and be and acknowledge to yourself that you are smart and own it and that's what i've been working on i guess it's a life's work
2: so when you say that out loud what are you picturing in your brain when you say that out loud
0: well, I'm also feeling really confident and um, really good <laughs> coming off coming off this week. I think I was thinking, as we're talking, I'm thinking about the fact that I'm also, I am still in school, so, and being a lifelong learner and just, like, owning it. I did, as we were talking, I started to get more comfortable and more, like, it, like go with the flow. Like, I don't feel anxious talking about the fact that I have a brain and that I use it. And <laughs> I get a little nervous, like, and also I get a little nervous about, Being seen or like being seen and being too cocky, like I can be a little too cocky, not really, but like in my mind. So I get a little worried about that too. So then, like, you know, but then I find an even flow and then I come back and then, you know, I think the anxiety ebbs and flows in that conversation.
2: All right. Anisha, let's talk about your circumstances for this. When we started the podcast, there's a couple different dynamics that are going on here. One, Diane is your supervisor. So that was kind of hard for you to get used to when we did that. Um, mm-hmm. And then two, and this is goes towards your anxiety level of just in general, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third part is you're a black woman. So um, we've had this conversation privately before. And if you don't want to talk about that, that's okay. We'll cut this out. But I would like to talk about how your anxiety, when we first started, for you to work through that, what was it like? And... I feel lately that you've embraced that and you've kind of gotten past that part Um, with your one crutch word that you use for this particular thing is you always say, you know. And for me, it's that crutch word, not because it's you're trying to break a pause, it's because you're looking for that approval for that. And that's one thing that we've talked about that I told you I'd, I want you to get away from because mm-hmm. this is not an area where you need approval for. But that was not my conversation to have with me. That was a conversation you need to have with yourself. And I think you've worked through that. But can we talk a bit, of, a little bit about that?
1: So, Don, are you just going to make me emotional today? Like it's 12 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. But okay, I'm here for it. So the thing is, is that um, I met Diana when I was in... Social work school. And so I remember walking into her office and I'm like, you know, she has this really great office, really great part of the city, you know, and I'm just kind of this girl still trying to figure it out. But um, I wasn't in my 20s. I was like in my early 30s. So, you know, you feel like you should know a certain thing by then. But I think that in my former career, I did very well. And so I was kind of an expert there. But now I was moving into something very new. So I meet Diana and she becomes my mentor. So it's interesting when you are now um, equal to the person that you've learned from for so many years, right? There's still that piece where you are looking for approval. You're figuring out like, wow, I'm standing next to her now. Like I'm standing right beside her. Um, How things have changed. Um, It's interesting because the first couple of podcasts, I think one of my girlfriends that I'm really good, like we've been friends since I was like seven or 10, something like that. She listened to the podcast and she said, "Um, so what's the relationship between you and Diana? And I said, oh, you know, she's my mentor. She's my supervisor, blah, 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 blah. She was like, yeah, I can see, I can hear that. And she said, "Um, how is that for you? And I said, I'm still trying to figure out the relationship, right? And how to be in relation to her on this podcast. So when you came to me and you said to me, You know, it seems like you always kind of are looking to her to say, you know, you're right. Okay. You know, for her to agree in some way, I didn't notice it at first, but then I started to notice it. I think it's been, um, I don't know. It's been, it's been really difficult for me because all like as a black woman, generally when you are in any space, it seems like you are the, um, how would I say the representative for all black people? whether you want to be or not. Um, I went all of my schooling in college was in predominantly white spaces and I would generally be the only black person. So if we would talk about any topic that had to do with black people, it was like, oh, Anisha, like now I have to speak for everyone. So when I'm on this podcast, it feels like I'm representing not just myself, but in some ways, like all black girls. And so if I don't do well, what does that, you know, what does that say about other black women? So I think that there's this pressure that may not be real, but is real for me. So it then causes an extra layer of anxiety. And so there's so many layers of anxiety for me. First, I had to become a really good therapist. Okay. Got that check. Now I decided, oh, I want to be a speaker. So now I'm doing speaking engagements. I'm starting my own business, right? Like all of these things, every time I have to, to play another role, more anxiety comes. Because on the outside, the people who are in my life, they really think I have it all together, done. Like, it just looks like I'm hitting it out the park. But no one sees the work that has to be done on myself and like that positive self-talk that I have to give myself in order to work up to do the things. Because it always feels like I can't do that. But I'll never say no. If anyone asks me to do something, even if I'm definitely afraid, I'll say, yeah, I'll do it. And I'll figure it out. There's this resilience in me. And there's this, like, I don't feel like I, um, I can just lay down. I, there, no, I'm, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to push through. And that's all I know how to do. So every time I come on the podcast, even if, you know, I could have been crying before. It's fine. I'm coming on and I'm going to give it all I have. And so, yeah, um, when you didn't tell me what this was going to be about, I was super anxious because I didn't have anything written down. So what people don't know is that I always have notes all the time whether i say them or not they are like my just like kind of my protection you know my little my security blanket so just in case i run out of words or i can't figure something out i have it written down i have nothing written down to that and it feels like so comfortable to just speak from my heart today and just be me and i have i have nothing prepared and and i feel super comfortable but i also feel super exposed Um, I think I'm okay with that, too. I feel a bit emotional. It's just so many feelings. Um, So yes, not that I never thought that I could be a podcast host. Um, It just was another role that I had to prepare to take on. And so I think that's what it is. It's just trying to get comfortable with all the roles that I continue to take on and all the pushing I continue to do.
2: Thank you. That was awesome. And I believe, ladies, this is probably a good chance for us to take a break. I think that's a good spot to kind of take a break and re-energize before we get back. What do you think, think, ladies? Good?
1: Yeah, sounds good.
2: All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about anxiety and how it affects us. Because we're not even close to being done with this subject. We'll be right back.
0: As you know i am a huge supporter of therapy and if there was ever a time to prioritize your mental well-being it's now as the founder of bewell psychotherapy i am proud to announce my team is leading the way in online therapy bewell is based in new york city and we were one of the first practices to pivot to online therapy with the outbreak of covid19
1: with over 15 licensed therapists be well offers a variety of methodologies and approaches so you can select a therapist that is a good fit for you We help individuals of all ages, including kids, teens, couples, and wait for it, we even have online group therapy. There is no need to struggle alone with feelings of depression, anxiety, isolation, grief, or loss. To learn more, visit BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, that's one word, to eight four eight to get connected with a therapist today.
0: Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, one word, B-E-W-E-L-L to 484848 to get connected to a therapist today. And now back to our amazing show.
2: And we are back. That was an awesome break, ladies. Nobody cried, everybody was happy. Yet. Nobody had to change their shirt because they were sweating through it, so we're good. We're good. We're good.
1: I have a tank top on. Okay, but go ahead.
2: <laughs> so we talked about Anisha's big question of of the whole podcast, and again, Anisha, thank you for sharing that. That was that was a I enjoyed it because it was from the heart, um, mm-hmm. and I know it's something that really is something that you struggle with. Which again, I don't see because one. I'm not a woman. Two, I'm not a black woman. And three, I also see an amazing person that you are. So I can't see any of those things with you. Again, this goes back to my statement of ridiculousness because I think you're amazing, you're smart, and you're all of those things. Um, But I think at the end of the day, if we don't think that ourselves, it doesn't really matter how many people say it to us, to our face. But you have a fan in your corner. So if you ever need somebody to to lift you up, and you need those daily affirmations from Stuart Smiley. Just give me a call, and we'll uh, we'll walk through those. Now Thanks, you're welcome. Now, Diana, let's play off that a little bit with what Anisha just talked about, and let's talk about one of the couple things that she said was that you're her mentor. I know you relish that being a mentor, but I think at the same time there's parts of you that feel a little bit of anxiety because, um, again. You know, it goes back to the two of you share a lot of things in common, but one thing that is for a lot of people, you know, it's very glaring is the fact that you're both women. I notice sometimes when we have male guests, and especially when those letters are long at the end of their names, the intimidation factor is a little bit big. Can you talk about the fact that you are not just a mentor, but you're a business owner? So this whole thing of, of be well is your baby. It's everything that you have. Let's talk about the anxiety you have with dealing with that as a business and your anxiety levels with it.
0: <laughs> the setup for this question on <laughs> the break has <laughs> me. <I>, I'm like, <sighs> um, how do I feel about be, a business owner and the anxiety and a mentor and all the things? Sorry. I hear this question in like two parts because the mentorship piece and watching it, Nisha in particular and other um, other women that I have mentored uh, really blossom and grow and uh, expand and put all the good out into the world just fills my heart with so much pride and I and the work that my therapists do every single day and holding down especially in this virtual space and like, what they've had to contain, what they've had to listen to, and how they've had to take care of themselves has been just inspiring, uh, like you're in awe every day that like everybody keeps showing up, everybody keeps showing up for work, all, this, all the patients keep showing up, the phone keeps ringing, all of those things. And it's amazing. I mean, when I look at Anisha and when she talks about the day that she walked into my office and what she's done to get to this point and the work that she's done on herself and the work that we've done together and the really difficult conversations that we've had to have around race around what's happening in the world and like holding that space for her and really learning as this as we've gone through this journey together is is incredible and I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything and then as a business as a business owner and a holding holding it together and what that means. I mean, I'm naturally in charge. Like that is just, I'm in every position that I've ever had in the course of my multiple careers, I've always been in charge. And so that being in charge, I enjoy and like putting systems together and watching things grow. I really enjoy that part, but the responsibility can be uh, terrifying and that I am... um, I'm responsible to make sure that those patients get in the door and that like there's people are taking care of themselves and people are being taken care of. And like, I didn't pick a profession where like we're selling t-shirts, right? Like we're really like working with people. We're, we're really working and supporting and helping people's growth and the work that we do supports people's individual lives. And every single person we heal, healed people, heal people. So we have a ripple effect in the world. And that is exceptionally important to me. So some nights I don't sleep some nights I think it's all going to fall apart. I'm, uh, some days I can see myself and where, where we've come and what we've created and what, I mean, I didn't ever think that I've done it by myself because I have a staff and I also have like a team, right? Like we, Don's an owl on the team, but like I have a team of women and men who, um, I have put together and collaborated with that have really helped me and held me to get through this space and a partner that holds me up like i was really fortunate that i found somebody uh later not like early on (laughs) not not early on in my dating career i've had multiple multiple dates um (laughs) but like who can talk who can um who can hold on to me and allow me to be as big as i want to be so uh that's also really important. And I'm, even as I'm talking about this, like I've noticed that during the pandemic, I've gotten, I have this new habit when I'm anxious and I rub my hands together so that I can like feel it, which I'm like holding. So I feel the anxiety right now of like talking about it because I think like when I look at my life and also how, and honoring that I didn't do this in my thirties or forties. Like I didn't do this until I was in my fifties. And like, even though sometimes I feel like I'm late to the party, I'm like, sometimes I feel like I just got started. So like, fortunately for me, Adnisha's got me in a time capsule as we found out in our last episode, because you've got a timestamp on my age. So I've actually not aged in the past five years. So that's perfect too. But I think when you're, as a business owner during, specifically during a pandemic uh, i never thought i would run a virtual company and um, because i like the tactile seeing people um and the virtualness of it can make me super anxious like i'm like where are all the people where are they i need to talk to them right now i need them to be in front of me but that's not gonna happen so i've had to tolerate that and just that it's not gonna collapse like i i have i've gotten now finally to a place where i'm like oh, it's not all going to fall apart today because sometimes I feel like I have felt like it's been on like popsicle sticks, just like waiting for the wind to blow. And then, um, but I was away for two days and nobody called me, which then is a whole nother anxiety because you're like, oh shit, I did it. And those, they don't need me now. I like made it work. And I was like, oh, oh now, now what am I going to do? What am I going to do next? So in I don't know if it's anxiety or it's drive, but then like you think of the next thing and then you come up with the next thing. So there'll be more, there'll be bigger things, but yeah, I think um, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's exciting. And sometimes I'm like, this is, this is super exciting. And other days I'm like, it's not exciting. (laughs) Um, But today I'm on a, I'm on a, it's exciting. We're growing. It's exciting. We we have a lot of really exciting plans for growth too. So, and I think that pushing your, for me, pushing myself into the next phase of growth is always. I mean, I like I like growth. I like to grow. I like to change, even though it's super uncomfortable. I hope I. I don't know. I'm like now. I'm just rambling.
2: So you didn't cry? Close. No, I
0: didn't, I didn't have to because I was wringing my hands so that I could not cry.
2: It was a piece of cake. Easy. Walk in the park. Hmm? That was easy. Piece of cake. Walk in the park. Right? Piece of cake.
0: Walk yeah. in the park. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. easy.
2: I want to circle back to Jess real quick. Jess, I know we talked about, you know, your anxiety about, because you suffer from the same thing the ladies do a little bit with the letters at the back of the names, where you felt yes. intimidated and that you didn't belong and all of those things, um, because you you get guests for the show. And some of these guests or some of these ladies are talking to have big letters behind their names, which are just big letters, by the way, behind their names. There's not (laughs) a lot to that just because they have a lot of letters doesn't make them way smarter than you, but that's neither here nor there. Can you talk about now that you've sat in a conversation with these fine ladies, where's your anxiety level now? And does it feel like you didn't really need to have that anxiety level before this started? knowing what you know now?
3: My level is lower. I mean, anxiety is still there. I think it's inevitable a little bit when you are talking with people and you have a little to add to the conversation. But I feel like now I know that I have something to add to the conversation. So that helps lower it a little bit. Yeah, I feel like now that they have that same anxiety, you know, I came here, I moved to New York City 10 years ago to be on Broadway. And we all have that same anxiety. So I see people who started in the career at the same time and they've been on Broadway five times and I haven't yet. So you see all of that too. Like, well, they're better than me because they've done it five times, but then that really doesn't mean anything because everyone has their anxiety for it as well. So I think noticing in every profession, there's always going to be, Oh, so-and-so did X, Y, and Z, and they have all of this behind them. I'm less than, and then you just get in your head more and more and more. So I think realizing that, (sighs) We're all the same <laughs> everyone's the same
2: <gasps> that's the truth that's the truth yeah. sister right there <laughs> everybody is the same it's funny because i don't share my background hardly at all but it was funny when the ladies found out about my background <laughs> how they were they were a little intimidated at first which i found again ridiculous because i was the same person i was before we had the conversation i think At the end of the day, what you just said, Jess, is what's the truth there? We all put our pants on one leg at a time. If we wear pants, let's say underwear again, there's some, I can't even say that because some people don't even wear underwear, but uh, (laughs) we all have to wear shirts. So how about that? We all put a shirt on the same way every day. I think, I think what we were trying to accomplish with this episode is to get people who are, who are like you, Jess, who who don't have a lot of letters behind their name, who these ladies serve and who they are trying to reach on a daily basis, that it's okay, one, to have anxiety, that's not a bad thing, but make it a healthy anxiety and to understand the why. And hopefully this episode, we were able to get everybody to understand the why. Unfortunately for the ladies, we had to do it at your expense. <laughs> <laughs> But I would like to think that we had, we had a good conversation and I think that's where a lot of this starts because what this podcast is about is just in the title, Be Real. And a lot of conversations that we have on this podcast are not easy conversations. I know it's, I applaud that, that Diana wants to speak about subject matter that doesn't really um, have a lot to do with her as far as her skin color, but she wants to bring that to the attention. I think it's amazing that Anisha wants to talk about these things because it does affect her in a lot of ways, not just uh, emotionally, but personally. And I think that's what's great about this. And I want to thank you ladies for sharing your stories today. Um, I hope the listeners appreciate the fact that there's a lot going on behind the scenes that, you know, when these ladies hit the record button, that all that goes by the wayside to give you a great show. Um, the reason why some of the subject matter we talked about today or some of the subject matters we talk about behind the scenes um, that are, are are hard for these ladies, I know Diana has struggled with, you know, being that mentor slash boss to a lot of people because when this first happened, her question was always, what, how are we going to pay for this? What are we going to do? I got all these people to be worried about. And there were some tears there. Um, And then the conversations that I had with Anisha away from the podcast when we made the change to be not just when we first started, this was going to be a Diana show. um, And it's morphed into a great show where Anisha and Diana are equals on the show. Um, And the conversation we had to have, I told Anisha when we had the conversation, I was like, I don't really feel comfortable talking about this but I'm the producer and I have to have this conversation with you um, because for a lot of things, one, I'm a man, two, I'm a white man. So I don't want to have that conversation with her because I don't understand her struggles. And so these are uncomfortable conversations that you ladies have on a weekly basis. And I just want to say that I'm very proud and honored to be your podcast producer. Um, I've really enjoyed this journey that we've had so far. Um, this is my last episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: but uh, I hope we had fun today, ladies, even though it was not a fun subject matter.
1: Can you tell um, our listeners about your former life? Because you you brought it up, right? Because once we found out how we felt about it,
0: would you be okay
1: with that? Um, or do you just want to tell them
0: about the three letters? Just three.
2: I have a, there's a PhD behind my name. How about that? Um, I do have. A, I am in the discipline of um, psychology, so we will we will say there. And I used to work for the government. How about that? And, and you I went work-
1: to Harvard. Let's not like you can't <laughs> leave that one out. I mean, my goodness.
2: That's the other thing the ladies suffer from is they do get intimidated by the, where you went to school. Which again, <laughs> I'm just a Listen, to be bu-
0: fair. Okay, to be fair, I'm from New England. So in New England, that is like the thing. And there was, a, I went to when I first graduated from high school. I went to community college, which was like you could see the community college up from the parking lot in my high school, and we called it Harvard on the hill. So, <laughs> 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 but I mean, there was a, a you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure in Boston about Harvard. What can I tell you? Okay.
2: Well, because
0: we talk a lot about it. You didn't say time.
2: it right though. You got to say Harvard. Harvard
0: yeah, yeah. Harvard. Once it once it start once it starts. I can't stop it. So, I mean, it gets, it gets, it goes south really quick. That accent and comes right as,
2: out. As these ladies can attest, I'm just a bearded buffoon. So it doesn't really matter that <laughs> I went to Harvard. The day you I found I've out. I've
0: completely forgotten about the three letters of where we went to school because I mean, we are keeping it real over here.
1: <laughs> the day I found out, I was like, oh my God, that's why he's so damn insightful. Like, I was just like, "We can't just, like, this guy's What, just, what if he was just insightful? It, it's possible. It is possible. But the level of insight. <laughs> but maybe like maybe
0: he was just, insightful and that took him on the path. And now he's insightful for us.
1: And I also <laughs> thought he was super smart too. Not just insightful. But when I found out, um, I think I probably was a little intimidated like the next two weeks and then I just let it go. Cause I don't know if you guys have noticed this voice that Don has, it's very soothing, makes you feel very comfortable. So <laughs> I just totally forgot about the intimidation stuff.
2: Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad we got past that ladies because it was, um, yeah, it's not my jam. Um, <laughs> uh, nor is it talking about myself. So there was, there was that yeah, part I- as well.
0: Where is, I heard that was a quick dial back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um
0: all right. We're not gonna interview you. We'll leave you. We'll let you be.
2: But like I said though, it, it this has been an honor for me and Jess, I hope you will come on again because hopefully this was a good experience for you and I think you will do well. Um if you do come back on again. You're very oh, well thank very- you.
3: Yeah, sure. Why not? I yeah. say yes to everything. <laughs>
2: how about we end this episode with three questions for each one of you i will give one question for each of you and then we will we will see how it goes okay all right since since anisha almost cried and diana didn't (laughs) i will give her the easiest question okay okay Okay. Anisha, here's your question peanut butter and blank
1: i don't eat peanut butter almond butter and strawberries
2: Look at you!
0: Like strawberry jam, or maybe like you should have went strawberry. to Harvard <laughs> with your with fancy ass sandwich. Yeah. Is it um, on bread or is it? Do you dip the strawberry in the almond butter?
1: You dip, no bread. I don't need the carbs.
0: <laughs> you dip, I dip, you dip,
2: we dip. I got it, I got it. okay I got your hand up on my hip. Anyway, okay, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about socks. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Diana, you will go next because Jess, you didn't get any easy questions. You got softball questions like left and right. So you're getting a hard one at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Diana, here you go. You ready? Okay. Yes. Okay. What will be the first thing you wear and go to when COVID is no more?
0: The first thing I wear and go to when COVID is no more. Mm Mm-hmm. That new bikini I bought on the beaches of Tulum. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, see, and I'm gonna easy. work myself
0: into that bikini. I'm working. I'm going dialing back. I'm like it's gonna be a whole thing, because you know I got the I get the bike coming for indoor indoor training this winter. I'm all I'm ready. The Peloton. Yeah, girl. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Gonna <laughs> go right go. behind. She's gonna live right up here. We're gonna be talking about her a lot.
1: I okay. thought Diana was going to say address to work. No. No. Okay, got it. She's
0: going to
2: the beach. All right. All right, Jess, are you ready? I guess. <sighs> Take a breath. We got this. All right, really? sister. Oh, it's going to be really not easy. Um, okay. Think of Barbara Walters at the end of every interview. She makes her people cry. This is where we make you cry, Jess.
3: My mascara.
2: Well, you're on audio. People aren't going <laughs> to oh. see you cry. You're good? I mean, we will because we can see you. Yeah. Um, oh, and we should add, ladies, that this is the first time I've actually done video with you, ladies. Oh,
0: that's right. Yes. We did yes. the whole yeah. time. Thank
2: you, Adesha. Yeah. Oh, it'll be the only time. So <laughs> you got your hours worth it will last a couple of years because this podcast is going on for a while. Um, so, all right, Jess, here you go. You ready? Sure. Okay. Take a breath. You got this. Okay? Okay. Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Pebbles?
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel...
2: I mean, you're pregnant, so you can say both. I, I wouldn't judge you. No,
3: I liked Cocoa Puffs, but mm-hmm. Fruity Pebbles are good. I think Fruity Pebbles. I'm going to go there.
2: No, Are you sure?
3: I'm really not a big cereal person, but as a kid... It was cocoa puffs and free
2: pebbles. So you get a bonus question. So sure. What is your weirdest craving so far since you've been pregnant?
3: I get asked this a lot. Nothing really. I like oranges. That's really not that
0: exciting.
2: <laughs> I know. See, not very weird. Yeah, sorry. Very
1: like
0: cool. <laughs> we, Vitamin
3: we have,
2: C. We have Anisha's highfalutin sandwich, and we have yours is like I. That my weirdest craving is oranges. So. Well,
3: I I want the things I can't have. Like yes. I, I want an Italian sub. I want wine. That's those two things I want. And a Coca-Cola, which you're drinking, and I'm very jealous.
2: <laughs> I got judged for that, by the way. Well, Let's I support clear. you
3: because I want it.
2: There you go. I will drink one for you. How about that? Thank tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Because this one's not done yet. So, But I will have one for tomorrow for you. This
0: Coke's for you. Isn't that a commercial?
2: <laughs> it could be. This one doesn't have anybody's name on it. So. I, you know what? Unless Coca-Cola Cola. is
0: sponsoring that sh- this show, we are not giving it anymore. That. anymore.
2: It's no more. Okay, so ladies, I hope we had fun today. We Ish. did,
0: we did, we did. did. Okay, so we have to—we are still in a pandemic, and we have to close the show. Are you going to do the three things,
1: Don? Come on, Don is on you today.
2: Oh, here we go. All right, you ready? All right, go you know it.
1: Do you remember what they are?
2: Um, mask, hands washing, dear damn things. I don't know. Stay I safe. That, I, I, Stay I safe, this. ladies. I got this. I, okay, I, I like it. the two of you who can never <laughs> land the ending. <laughs> I will do my best to land this ending as a professional that I am. Wow. I'm actually not. Wow. Um, exactly. Yeah. Here we go. Go for it, Don. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So we are in a pandemic. Please stay safe. Wash your hands. And Anisha says every week, wear your damn mask. <laughs> okay. Was, we're stopping
0: here.
1: We'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Be Real Podcast. Stay connected to us and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real Podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to bewellpsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's bewellpsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.